Welcome back to the Work Me Hot podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres, where we amplify Latina voices and share their entrepreneurial and professional journeys. I'm your host, Sochil Carmona, founder of Work Mija, a lifestyle brand offering unique Latinx-inspired apparel and accessories for Latinas inspiring generational change. Thank you for joining me in creating a space for Latina leaders. Welcome. So today I'm joined by Susana Castro, aka Susie. Susie is the owner and head coach of O'Hare CrossFit. Fitness and wellness is her business, but bringing those two lifestyle facets to the BIPOC community in the western suburbs of Chicago is her mission. Her Mexican background and seeing how the Latinx community and especially women don't make themselves a priority, especially for their health, is her driving force. I am super excited to have her here on the podcast today. So welcome, Susie. Hi, Sochi. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm super excited to chat with you more. And before we get to know Susie and her business entrepreneurial journey, we're going to get to know Susie a little bit more astrologically as we like to do here on the podcast. So she was kind enough to share what we call our sun, moon and rising sign. So let's go through your sun sign is your identity and where you shine. Most of us know this is our birthday and Susie is a Virgo sun which we would describe these people as very detail-oriented, analytical, and, you know, can have a bit of a perfectionist way. We like to call it logical, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And then her moon sign, which is described as your body and your emotion. So she is a Gemini moon. Our Gemini moons are normally known to be our chatty chismosas, very witty and charming, (laughs) curious, you know, people, and maybe a little bit of that, you know, chaoticness, you know, maybe it's with the communication, who knows, who knows. Um, And then finally, her rising sign, your rising sign can be described as your motivation for life. And her rising is a Gemini rising as well. So very mercurial energy in this top three. Um, So once again, those Gemini placements for rising, it's a very talkative, a bright and curious person. You have that very highly creative mind, maybe even spit out ideas a mile a minute. However, you might get overwhelmed sometimes by the desire to do everything at once. So with this combo, Susie, does this kind of like resonate with you and who you are? <laughs> Definitely. I'm a menace with these signs. Okay. I'm a menace. It's like a, I'm my own worst um, enemy. Honestly, um, I do follow this stuff and I like to nice. see like, uh, you know, you know, where I am in the seasons and the day and all that stuff. And it's kind of conflicting the whole Gemini and Virgo thing, but at the same time they mesh because of the like the whole Mercury aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me super funny. That's <laughs> but, funny. Uh, but I am a menace to myself, not really other people, but to myself. Okay, so yes, yeah, Susie <laughs> is a communicator. Virgo and Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury, the planet of communication. I also am a Gemini sun, so it's going to be a very, very chatty podcast episode. Usually when I see that, I was like, yes, okay, yes. who knows where we're going to go? And yeah, I agree. Sure. I agree with that Virgo-Gemini <laughs> combo because I always describe Virgo as like a very focused Gemini. So yes. that's, a really, that's honestly like... Um, a really good way to describe it because 
I feel with the creativity that I get from like the Gemini moon and all that stuff, I am able to kind of just, like you said, spit stuff out, but also, um, you know, I have my certain times of day, especially the evening where I'm like, okay, this and this and this Uh and this. But then my, during the daytime, the Virgo's like, okay, how do we execute? What's the strategy? <laughs> What's the outline? What's the timeline? You know, all that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty difficult sometimes. That's funny. But at least you got that Virgo to help you out. Cause I'm just Gemini look all over the place. So I love that. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So now that we got to know your little astrological, let's get to know your journey a little bit more. Can you tell us the audience um, a little bit more of who you are and what you're currently doing and what your business is? And I know we talked about it a little bit, but just let us know a little bit more. Sure. Thank you so much. Um, well, I am the owner of O'Hare CrossFit. Um, O'Hare CrossFit is a gym that specifically does CrossFit classes. And if you don't know what CrossFit is, it is a combination of like a lot of modalities of fitness. So we do weightlifting, bodybuilding, you know, uh, gymnastics in there, agility, you know, durability, um, endurance. So like you hear all those like poppy words, like on Instagram, especially now that fitness is becoming a little bit more popularized on Mm -hmm. social media. You may hear those words, but CrossFit really um, does a great job of combining all of those things into a way that gets you to see your fitness improve quickly. Mm. Um, And as a result of that, if you, you know, are getting enough sleep, you know, you're mindful of your diet, you know, I don't like using the word diet, but of your nutrition, um, you'll definitely see aesthetic results quicker as well. Um, So what really drew me to CrossFit was that I never worked out like I never did I never um like did volleyball in grade school do you know what I mean like I wasn't yeah. one of those girls I was I wasn't on the basketball team and I wasn't in the soccer team and I I didn't do any of that stuff so I was very content you know with the identity that other people gave me during those formative years where it's just she's just small she's just like a little puny you know she <laughs> I played the violin. So I was like, you know, um, you know, an artsy, you know, musician that, that, that was my identity. Mm. And I was fine with that because I'm not about getting my hands dirty. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not about like diving for a ball. So, um, I was totally fine with that. But as I got into, you know, my twenties, I wanted to like get more fit, be like, okay, now it's time to kind of take my health into my own hands and my family uh used to run all on their own right so I was like okay I'll start running and I did that for a couple of years and I did all the 5ks the all the 10ks in the area you know the hot chocolate run mm. and all those that you know everyone posts and I got so tired of those after a couple of years I was like this is miserable I hate running it running in November by the lake it's freezing and sometimes it was snowing I don't like the you know shamrock shuffle it's still cold okay so I was like okay I don't like doing this anymore and I didn't really know a lot about fitness so all I saw was me over running during the summertime and springtime and being very unhappy with how I looked and being very unhappy with like my health overall I'm like I don't feel good. You know, I don't feel any different. I just feel like I wither away because I'm running so much. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother actually discovered CrossFit and he found the gym that I currently own. And he was like, hey, I'm going there. You should try it out. I think you'll like it since you're so bored with running. 
try it out, try it out, try it out. I said no a few times. I finally looked up CrossFit because I didn't know what it was on YouTube. Looked horrific. I was, estaba espantada. I was so scared. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, you're talking to me here. Like, I'm not going to pick up a bar, but what is that? Like, that's boy stuff, you know? And um, after, uh, you know, some coaxing, I was like, okay, I'll try a class for free, et cetera. You know, let's see what's the worst that could happen. After that first class there, I had like an epiphany. I was like, okay, I've never actually worked out in my whole life. Um, I'm, I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to give myself six months. If I feel better and if I feel like I've seen some results, um, I'm going to stick with it. But mm-hmm. I was like six months. That's what I'm going to do. I felt like three months was too short. It'd be easy for the Gemini me to boom, run out. And I felt like 12 months was too much of a commitment, something that a Virgo would do because she's just trying to be, you know, miss everything. So I was like, I'll stick with six months. And yeah, once I got to six months, I'm like, okay, this is, this is something that I like. So I, I worked out here at this gym for a few years, really committed to my health and myself. Um, so I'm like, so the biggest thing that attracted me to this place and kept me here was that there was such a great community mm-hmm. you know, prior, when I was just running and I would go to like, back then it was Bally's. Okay. Yes. I'm a millennial. Okay. Yeah. It used to be Bally's before export and oh, wow. I would run on the treadmill. And I thought those, you would just go in, run, do your thing, leave, you know, there was no like camaraderie anywhere. And mm-hmm. here you found a nice little community, a little hub of people that were like-minded. So I, as adults, it's kind of difficult once you're out of school to make friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really meet new people all the time. And so I really enjoyed that and that we were supportive of each other. Um, and after a couple of years, I was like, you know what? I think I want to, I think I want to coach some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see how that goes. And I like that this gym, the prior owner, and I've kept a lot of the methodologies that he did was that. He wasn't just like, okay, you want to coach, go coach people. It was a, lo- a very long internship. Mm. I had to get a lot of certifications. I had to lo- know my stuff. Um, and, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And I did it. Um, and I was coaching part-time. Um, at that time, I was working full-time for a few years in healthcare. Doing, I was the manager of a, of a doctor's office and did billing and all that stuff. So a very secure cozy job you Mm -hmm. know um and then I was like okay they invited me to come on full-time and I'm like well what else am I doing you know like why wouldn't I try like my dream Mm -hmm. so um in 2017 I joined here as a full-time coach um and I did that for for yeah a few years and it was really great um coaching classes all throughout the day having personal training clients um, it gave me like a nice variety. Mm-hmm. No class is the same. Um, no person's the same. Everyone has their own different um, reason for being at the gym. Everyone has their own story. And I really like that too. The Chismosa and me likes that too. To, you know, get to know people, mm-hmm. get to know like what's driving them to be here. And when they stop coming, like what's going on? You know, like I, I, I really enjoy that. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much where I was for, for a while just coaching here full-time. Wow. The pandemic hits. Yeah, okay? yeah. The pandemic hits and uh, the prior owner had been thinking of moving for a while. And he really just was, when the pandemic hit, he was like, you know what? I'm not trying to be here anymore. I'm going to sell you the gym. And 
at that time I was like this yeah um like this is this is kind of what I've been you know a path that I've been following unknowingly this whole time yeah was that I wanted you know a place of my own um when I didn't never I never really thought of having something of my own like when I was in my cozy job even as like thinking of having my own thing it just sounds so um insecure mm-hmm. it sounds so dangerous like how do you what do you mean you're not gonna like have a 401k you know what all, all that stuff you yeah. know insurance and like how are you gonna figure that out and I, I was just like no like that I like being able to help people and you know he it was great because I was like okay where, where am I going with this because we had a very buried population here and I would say I'm you know I never did the statistics but this is going to be my roundabout back before the pandemic I'm going to say that the population of Latino people or people of color here was probably about 40 percent maybe close to the 50 percent and I would say um, I was really trying to think of my mission what is it going to be like what am I going to bring different here do I want to serve the same exact people Mm -hmm. Do I want to have the same exact gym? We just change names and that's it. Um, but I was like, no, I want to help people, people like me. I want to help people that have never worked out before and are, are you know, in their 20s and 30s and 40s maybe and don't know anything about being healthy. I want to help people like my mom and people like your aunt and people like our cousins. And I, those are the people that I want to help because I feel that even though, nutrition and exercise is something that's not really well known overall we don't get like that emphasis in school um I feel that it is more um prevalent to people you know they're you know white Americans I think it's they have easier access to that stuff Mm -hmm. and I think that you know in our communities we tend to be very um you know family oriented and busy right where everything's for the family we're working hard for the family, right? We're working hard to have the little bit that we have. We're working hard, but we don't really work hard for ourselves. We don't really mm-hmm. work hard to, you know, keep ourselves healthy and safe and, you know, take care of ourselves, self-care and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's, those are the people that I want to service. It may mean not getting as many members, right? It may mean um, it taking a, a while to build because of the fact that I'm going to have to really go knocking door to door like hey come try out the gym you know it's not so scary as you think etc um but I'm very happy now and I would say to circle back the population now is probably like 95% Latino in here and um yeah and I'm very happy with that I love the gym I right now I'm looking at a plate of Leti's uh, flautas de papa that she left me on my desk you know because she came to the noon class and I love that you know what I mean I love the sense of camaraderie that we have now but it is more family it is more like when you're going over to your godmother's house mm-hmm. and that's what it feels like when you come in here um, so I'm very happy with how things have turned out that's awesome. I love how you say, I've never done statistics. It's like, you're Virgo. You're always doing statistics. I don't know what you're talking about. You're always <laughs> analyzing. I, mean. <laughs> always I don't analyzing. have it on an Excel spreadsheet yet, yeah, but, know. you know, 
I've definitely thought about it. (laughs) Soon that growth, but that's awesome to kind of hear that journey. And it's funny when you're just kind of like starting, you know, like, I don't know about this. You went from like, I don't know about this commitment. The Gemini is just kind of like, ah, commitment Mm. issues. I don't know, six months to a year where it's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to commit. Oh, but on the opposite end, let me commit a hundred percent and, you know, own the place. Like that was a whole (laughs) turn on there which is interesting how and I I guess it's kind of interesting you said in 2020 you know the owner's like oh I kind of want to sell the place so to kind of take on like a responsibility like a gym during Mm -hmm. the pandemic which affected like what made you decide like yeah let me open a you know take this on that was so intense um he definitely helped out um, with like what the strategy would be for the time being, right? Because at that moment, I didn't know if we were going to be shut down for a month or like a whole year. Like everything was so uncertain mm-hmm. at that time, like, you know, very uncertain times back to, you know, that cliche thing that everyone was saying in 2020, but they really were. Um, it was so funny. I was in Puerto Rico the week before the shutdown for my niece's wedding and I came back and when I came back, it was like the whole, like all those toilet paper carts full at the yeah. stores. So like, I was like, okay, the world changed in like the four days that I was gone. What the heck? And that's, and, and on top of that, during that time when he was like, okay, I'm not going to stay here. Um, so he was like, like, what do you think? You know, cause you have to, you have to really imagine that this might be the long haul. Mm-hmm. Like this shutdown might be for a while. So we had, um, virtual classes mm. so that we manufactured virtual classes we would have one class uh, a day that would be a fitness class and we geared it to where you could have it with equipment for the people that have home gyms right mm-hmm. or body weight stuff and that really kept our community together for the, those three months that we were actually not allowed to have people here yeah it was like a little zoom meeting right every day like hey you know we're gonna work out at 10 okay this is a workout we do it together um and we had a workout not a workout but like a class for like mobility and breathing in the evenings because we figured you know people were going through stuff and you know there was a tough time for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and so we also had like that so like a nice little like decompression style class in the afternoon late evening Mm -hmm. early late afternoon um, but a lot of stuff did happen. I mean, um, something that taught me a lot about that time. And it was kind of, it, it was like, um, a, a fast pace, like a, like a summer school course mm-hmm. of how to own a gym, because it was like, okay, you're going to start. Here's the pandemic. Boom, boom. How are you going to do this? Right. So I was like, okay, first things first, virtual classes. We'll have two a day. Okay, cool. Um, what's the next thing going to be? I have to wait for the rules, et cetera, et cetera. And all the while, like the world is at a standstill outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually my father actually passed away in March of 2020 from COVID oh, okay. also. Oh. And so that, that was also one of the things where it was like, Oh, everything's different. We can't even have like a ceremony, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, er- everything was just really different. So I knew that was very hard for the Virgo and me to be like, I like stuff to be very structured and the same. Mm-hmm. So I had to create like my structure for that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having those classes one time a day uh, really helped me figure stuff out. Like, okay, so once we open up, what's going to be, 
you know, the procedures, what's going to be the marketing plan, what's going to be the point of sales plan, what's all that stuff. Um, so that was a really good time, but it was like a really fast paced crash course on all of that stuff. Oh yeah. But then it's like, like you said, it's a structure, but the fact that the Gemini, those Geminis can pivot, if can pivot, can adapt. And that's, I feel like what helped a lot of small businesses. If you could adapt easily, yeah. we're like, all right, we got to do virtual. Whereas a lot of businesses were like, mm, I don't know if we're going to change, oh, you know, yeah. that's different. I was so inspired during that time. I would see, I, I'm sure you were as well, but I, that's when I saw so many of these Latino owned businesses arise. Right. And I saw, a lot of them pivot. I saw, you know, Mother's Day brunch in the box, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, pick up your meal and pick up your, you know, mimosas. And t- like, I thought that stuff was so awesome, mm-hmm. right? Like, it was just so amazing. People that were doing like those balloon things, but like for the car parades, I yeah. thought that was so creative and awesome. And I just thought it was such a beautiful time, but we were still able to be creative and at the same time, you know, create something for people that so they can have some semblance of like normalcy. Yeah. And maintain that community too, because it's like, I like to see that it makes sense. Like the virtual did work. Cause especially a lot of people, it's like maybe that going to the gym wasn't a thing, but having that virtual, not only virtual, but like, like you guys had that community aspect too, because it's different, you know, having a hair CrossFit and be like, oh my gosh, I get to see coach Susie and mm-hmm. my comadre who's always with me in the classes versus like say Bally's would have been like, we're offering virtual. And it's like, do you really want to see a Jeff who's always hogging that one weight machine there? Right, Probably right. not. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that, yeah, that was definitely so helpful. Um, and it really gave me that drive, like, okay, like, I can do this. I think I can do this. You know, I, I have no choice now. Like, I'm in the gym. I, I have to do this. And um, I really, I really believe in writing stuff down. Mm-hmm. So powerful, you know, manifestation and, you know, um, speaking stuff into existence. And I really was just like, okay, like, I, these are the types of members that I want. Members like my mom, you know, my mom um, is in her 70s now, but she is that you know, lioness, you know, the so strong woman that you, we all see, right? Mm-hmm. She supported four kids as a single mom, um, had a horrible marriage, you know, uh, did factory jobs when she was like in law school in Mexico, you know, like the, the, the whole nine. And because of that, um, she didn't take care of her health. And so even though she should be you know, thriving a little bit more. Um, she lost her vision really, you know, young because of, you know, overall, like not taking care of yourself, not following up with appointments. Um, she's prone to high blood pressure and anxiety, you know, all, all that stuff that we all know, you know? So I'm just like, if I can help like a, one family avoid this, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's like, the, those are the people that I want. Okay. So let me write this stuff down. What's, what's the ideal member for me? And I just started writing down and I was like, yeah, I want to help people that don't have that really ready access, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know about you, but I, know, I didn't, you know, I didn't ever know what lacrosse was or like all those sports. I'm like, now I'm so fascinated by them, but I'm like, man, I like, we didn't, I didn't, we didn't have those sports in school. So like they, um, you know, overall affluent places have more access to that type of information. Like a nutritionist. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah I'm a nutritionist. Like who, what? Huh? <laughs> exactly exactly and it's so wild and it's so funny too because you know 
it's either all or nothing with us. It's either, oh, you know, we're just gonna, you know, watch what we eat, or it's like, oh, all Latino food is bad, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't really know the balance. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's what I want to help people with. And slowly but surely, all the members that were not fitting that were leaving. Mm-hmm. And it did freak me out, even though I was like, I had to like be like knocking on my head. I'm like, that's what I wanted, though. Like, that's yeah. what I wanted. These these people, as much as I care about them, or maybe not, right? <laughs> like, they're not the community I want to serve, you know. So, um, so yeah, I know now. I, I'm definitely serving the people that are meant to be here and that I want to help and want to be helped, and hopefully they inspire you know, their aunt and, mm-hmm. you know, their dad and, you know, to just be a little bit more, you know, healthy. Mm-hmm. All that stuff, so. Conscious about everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Um, and so from, you said you kind of started this off, like, you know, like part-time and then taking on coaching full-time, like kind of easing your way into it, mm-hmm. but kind of given what you were doing before, you know, working from a doctor's office management to like being a business owner, like what from your, like your prior experience, do you feel like kind of told you like, I can do this. Like I can, I have this entrepreneurial bug in me. I have it in me. Like what it's skills or what was it? I definitely think, um, I'm not going to say it was skills, right? Not as far as bringing uh, back stuff from my prior life, right? I think more so it was the fact that I knew I could connect with people. Um, so when I was with the doctor's office, um, if I had give, if I was given the chance, I can connect to person to person and, mm-hmm. you know, be like, okay, like, what's going on? Like what, what's happening with you? And, you know, them confiding in me or letting me know, like their struggles. Um, I brought that on over here because I am an easy ear. Hmm. Right. And at the same time, I can use that. Like, you know, what? Well, a lot of times what we don't have, um, and that's something I realized with the doctor's office, a lot of times as adults, again, besides not making friends easily, we don't have accountability. Like if you don't go to the gym, so treat your mom's not going to be like, you have seven days, you haven't gone to the gym, it's kind of like up to you. You know what I mean? It's like your job, right? So with me, with the doctor's office, if I was like, hey, you told me that you were going to not eat so many sweets anymore because that diabetes is up. Like, you know, I see that, you know, you brought some candy with you or et cetera, right? And I think here, it's the same thing. Like sometimes someone needs, um, someone to tell them like, Hey, get your butt in here. Like it's been a week. Like, I don't know where you've been, you know, just shake it off and come back in. And I think that that idea of having someone care about you enough to be like, okay, they're actually noticing I'm not here or they're noticing the little things I say is way more important than me teaching you how to do a squat correctly. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that human connection is so important because we get it so much less and less from people that we didn't grow up with as we get older. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was the main, the main thing that I brought with me from the, my time with the doctor. For sure. And then I feel like a lot of times fitness is a lot, maybe more mental than Mm -hmm. anything, you know, what's your mindset going in, what's your mindset continuing? So how do you keep going when you don't even want to keep going? So I think that's definitely, it makes a difference too. So even to just have someone be like, Hey, you can do it. Like, can I, can I really like, Oh, maybe I can, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Correct. You you know, someone to believe in you. You're like, wow, that's cool. Like you're, you're not even supposed to believe in me. You're not like my sister, you know, like, um, 
So I think that that's really important for people and they really look for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for any of my Gemini Chismosa placements, we're very supportive. It's called networking. Yes. It's called building you up with words. Yes, <laughs> so yes, yes. That is sure. a skill. I love it so much. Thanks for sharing that. And well, I was going to say, so as you kind of got into this business and aside from one of the big challenges that we know that was COVID, you know, um, as you kind of, what would you say were some of the challenges you encountered, um, you know, during this and how did you kind of overcome that? Oh man, that's tough. There've been a few, there have been a few. The fact that I made it very clear, like I, I think the main challenge was that it was difficult And I'm going to say it's still challenging for some people to understand that before when this gym was owned by a man, um, no one questioned his authority. Mm. No one questioned anything he told you to do or, you know, how to do something. And um, as a coach, I definitely saw some some of that resistance from members. Right. But um, because the gym at that time was owned by a man, I think they knew like, okay, well, we trust him or, you know, he's a man. Mm. Right. And I think that now, um, not only am I a woman that owns a gym space, I am a, you know, a Mexican woman that owns a gym space. And I think that overall for some people, it is still very difficult to accept, you know, not just my authority, but also like my knowledge, you know, my overall, Mm -hmm. my expertise, um, my opinion, even on stuff that they should be doing, um, or how I want this gym to be run. And, and I think that's something that I've noticed too, is that there are so many people that I, you know, overheard them say all the time, like, oh yeah, we support women or we support small own, you know, Latina business or Latinx business businesses. But yet, um, when they left the gym, they went for a gym where a man owns it. Mm. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. they and to me that left me with a sour note because I was like that means as a community as a whole we still have a lot of work to be mm-hmm. done and I think that's more of a personal challenge more like of an ego thing on my end but I think it also hurts as me as a person that's so like rah 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 like Mexican yeah. Latinx you know BIPOC all that stuff and to think that people were of similar opinions and mindsets um you know, overall, because it is more of a masculine mm-hmm. profession, a masculine space that they would at this point pivot and turn and be like, oh, well, you know what, I would rather get my, you know, instructions from a male or et cetera, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be the most, the most challenging. Wow. No, thanks for sharing that. Cause also I was like, I don't know if that's a personal, I wonder if that's like a conversation, like women in fitness, you know, like yeah. women, yeah. gym owners, you know, if you know any other ones, like, I feel like that's yeah. like a bigger, broader conversation. Like, how are they kind of like tackling that? Is that like a, an education thing? Or also it's just, as you say, not only a woman, but a Latina woman in the fitness industry, how many Latina women own gyms? I think that's Another Mm -hmm. conversation, the representation there, you know? Yeah, I don't think um, in the area, another Latina owns a CrossFit. And there is, if you're listening, like, look for me because I want to talk to you. True, no, uh, and then now CrossFit specific, there's gyms, we have Zumba centers, we play CrossFit, which is a very, that is 
I definitely think of it, you know, as a very masculine thing. And maybe even just to kind of get women into women in CrossFit, just women. That's a, that's a whole, we can dabble on to so many topics. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And I think something that I have inculcated too, is that I would like some more feminine energy in the space. So most of my coaches here that I have are women mm-hmm. because I want people to see powerful women. And I don't want people to feel offended or afraid mm-hmm. when a woman is telling them something to do, right? Like, or telling you how to do something properly so that you don't get hurt. It shouldn't be a point of shame mm-hmm. or embarrassment or you scoff at it, right? It should be so normal. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's still not. Yeah. I think that it's still not. So. Hopefully that's maybe a generational thing, you know, maybe you got to get that little, some, some stats from Gen Z as they come up and maybe that's something that it's, maybe it's a thing with the generations that might change too, because especially, you know, depending on the demographic and unfortunately a lot with the Latino demographic, you know, it is that machista. Exactly. And like, and and that's the thing, like those, these are the people I want to serve. Yeah. And then they're, you know, a couple have betrayed me. I don't (laughs) want to say it like that, but you know, I, that's how I feel like, like, I'm trying to help. Like this is all I wanted to, I want to do, but Mm -hmm. I do understand that, you know, if you're a male in your thirties, you know, I'm, you know, I may not be your cup of tea and that's okay. Then you're a male who needs therapy. No, just kidding. Let's mommy it, issues. No, just kidding. <laughs> you said it. You know, you said what we're all thinking. I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> I love that you shared that. I feel like that's a huge, bigger, broader topic that just has all yeah. its different categories. So if you ever have a panel of other women, Latinas and fitness and CrossFit, I think that's just a bigger conversation to have. And how do we work through this, work on this with our community. So I love that. Yes, it would be a good conversation to have for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So my next question. So I follow obviously social media page, your Instagram stories, the page in general. And, you know, I see that the gym kind of stays a book and have clients, you have classes going mm-hmm. on. And as you kind of mentioned, you know, part of your journey of, you know, from the, there's this gym was kind of established in its ways. You took right. it over as a founder kind of implemented some things, but yeah. you know, there's one thing to, you know, start that clientele, get that kind of, you know, client base, but then sustaining it, growing it, marketing, you know, how do you get those people, especially for such a physical space in the door? How do you maintain them? Like, did did you say like throughout this journey, did you kind of, you know, keep some marketing things to generate that interest and awareness? And like, maybe what did you implement? Did you change maybe based off of the demographic that you now have? Yeah, so um, I didn't realize how much I would have to pivot on those things because Mm -hmm. I think part of me was just like, oh yeah, I'm going to have this whole new type of clientele and whole new style of gym. And then I really didn't realize how all that other stuff was going to have to change as well. I mean, um, a lot of señoras are not on Instagram, you know. Mm -hmm. El face, el face. El face, el face, right? So to me, like that was... Yeah, I was like, oh man, like, um, yeah, like if I'm gonna need, or if I want, if I'm gonna need these new people to show up and the types of people that I want to show up, how do I find them or how do they find me? And it was so funny. Um, 
for Memorial Day, we always have Memorial Day Murph. It's a workout. Almost all the CrossFit gyms across the country do it. Mm. And I just remembered at that moment, I it was like May of 2020, almost June of 2020. And I was like, okay, like how are these people going to find me? Like I need to like be somewhere where they're going to see me. Mm-hmm. And then two hours later, I kid you not, Univision contacted me Ooh. via message. Oh, senoras are on that. Yes, exactly. And they wanted to talk about, you know, people reopening up their gyms and stuff like that. Um, So I was like, Oh, yeah, I had literally just left the gym. I was tired as all heck, (laughs) like on my sofa like this, ready to just zone out. And I was like, I'll be there. Like, can you be there in 20 minutes? Ron or where I'm like, I'll be there. So I came back. Um, and I was on a little news segment for Univision about, you know, gyms opening up and, you know, I was speaking Spanish. So it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't necessarily looking for someone speaking Spanish. You know, you always hear the narrator translating, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you know, I spoke Spanish and I got um, a couple of leads from that. And that was so amazing to me. I was like, man, I'm manifesting like crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the members that I got um Letty which is uh, literally I just spoke about her because she brought me these oh nice um she was like I saw you on the news like I want to join you know etc etc and because of her and because of her seeing that then I got her nephew in here I got her nephew's girlfriend and then from there the nephew's girlfriend's friend and literally like a web like that Mm -hmm. and so I was like okay I'm gonna need to keep somehow implementing myself in these spaces where mm-hmm. not just senoras but our community installs themselves with you know mm-hmm. and so from there it's been you know pop-up shops it's been um you know uh like fairs stuff like that and where that's where we get a lot of good feedback and members from because you know being out in the community that's mm-hmm. where these people are going to see you so um even though like Instagram super important for like millennials, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Facebook and all of that stuff is real, still real super important. And all that pop-up shop fairs, you know, community center stuff, that's still super important for the older community. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy with that. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. And yeah, Senora word of mouth is strong. You find the right Senora, Doña Mari, Doña Lupe, Doña Leti. Super, super, super <laughs> yeah, for sure. And something else that I had to implement, usually uh, CrossFit gyms are so, like I mentioned, very masculine, mm-hmm. right? Even if they are owned by women, because I know there are oh, some gyms owned by women. I don't know about Latina women though. Um, they're still very masculine, very bro, very like, let's take off our shirts, like the whole pound it right they're very much like that right um but I was like I also want to help like young girls I want to help girls that were like me in my 20s that didn't know Mm -hmm. anything and I just was like I want to look like J-Lo and this running Mm -hmm. three miles a day is not doing it like what is happening it's not good for the booty you don't do it (laughs) exactly I didn't know that like that's how much (laughs) I didn't know okay so I was like okay like how do I get those girls in here that to attack the problem right before Mm -hmm. they are senoras right before they are in their 40s and 50s Mm -hmm. and 60s because I do have women senoras that age um so then um something that CrossFit gyms especially because like I mentioned they're so masculine are so against doing I created a specialty class which I call peachy cheeks 
<laughs> the name already says it all. Yeah. Right? I um, want those. <laughs> correct. Correct. Exactly. Like you want that, right? You want mm-hmm. to speak and maybe like in your tw- 22 to 28, you're not looking at a CrossFit workout and being like, I'm, I'm enticed by this. Like that yeah. looks so gross. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to do something that, you know, the Instagram girlies are doing. I want to do mm-hmm. hip thrusts. I want to do squats. I, but most of these girls, again, have never done that type of workout before. Um, or, you know, very shy when you go to the gym, you don't know how, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're doing it right. So this Peachy Cheeks class has been a great way to get that younger crowd in 22, you know, 20 to 40, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and women that have never really touched a barbell before or very few times are learning how to be confident with it, how yeah. to do a barbell, how to do a squat, how to use dumbbells, mm-hmm. how to do, you know, all this stuff properly. And um, it's been a really nice addition and a really, really nice way to introduce this to the community and make mm-hmm. them part of the gym, even though they're not, you know, growing out during the classes, right? So they have their own little ecosystem within the gym. They have their own class schedules. Um, And that's also been a really great way to get, like, just like Leti's a good word of mouth, La Senora's are a good word of mouth. Then you can have one friend bring the next friend. And then then they see that girl at the club and that girl comes in for a free Mm -hmm. class. Like, so it's been really great um, to attack the problem from both ends. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm very happy with that addition. And I know a lot of people are very confused, especially in the CrossFit world. Like, yeah, I see you have a class called Peachy Cheeks. Like, it's not for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for you. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah, it's not for you. <laughs> if you want them, it's for you. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that so much. And like, do like you said, one of the things that really helped during COVID was having virtual classes. But now, like, do you have any virtual classes still? Or are you guys focusing on like the kind of in-person? Because I was like, Peachy Cheeks would be nice if you guys had any like do it at home like courses. Yeah, actually, I, I have been thinking of doing just like a video series of Peachy Cheeks at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only for new people, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you go on vacation and you don't know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I have definitely been thinking about that. But as far as like a scheduled virtual class, we don't have those anymore. They fizzled out, but they lasted a very long time all the way through the end of 2021. Yeah. Wow. Um, so they lasted for us a very long time. And I had even introduced another class in the evening times that was virtual. So um, overall, virtual worked out really well for us. And it was so funny because I am on like a, groups like CrossFit gym owner groups and mm-hmm. I was on a mastermind call for a few months with a lot of gym owners like all the way through California and for them for none of them virtual worked yeah um, none of them virtual work they're like no everyone likes the community and in person but for us it, it really lasted a year and a half and wow. so I'm very grateful for our members and the new people that tried it out um, because it really it really did make a difference mm-hmm. having a strong community I think that's yeah. it all Nice. Okay. Wonderful. And so before I get to our, um, lightning round, it's good. It's good. I know. Right. It's the Gemini word vomit. Sometimes like, ah! <laughs> no, no, don't worry. But before we get to that, what goals, if you can share any, do you have for yourself? For myself? Okay, cool. So not even for the business for myself, I would say, honestly, to 
it's still going to be combined to grow the gym and keep getting more and more people here that normally would not enter a place like this. Mm. I want to make this place the one-stop shop. Um, We have coach Lupe here. She has an office next door. She's a naturopathic doctor. Um, And so she also does chiropractic work. So, you know, for all of those ailments that you don't have answers to, and maybe West traditional Western medicine has not worked for you. Like she's here, mm-hmm. right? On top of being able to, if you have a little ache or pain, she does the chiropractic work, right? Um, as you know, we, we had a pop up shop here. I, I want this to mm-hmm. also be a space for people to utilize, so that we can have gatherings or you know panels or talks or stuff like that. I think just overall expanding the and having use of the space. Um, are my goals for 2023. I think that on top of, you know, getting more quality memberships and having those members actually turn over and really see the benefits Mm -hmm. that, you know, CrossFit isn't just like CrossFit, yo, I go CrossFit, hashtag CrossFit, hashtag all that stuff. It's Mm -hmm. about creating those healthy habits overall, right? Because it's not just going to happen you do a couple workouts a week. It has to be because it's mind, body, and soul, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we are really into on top of all, you know, the working out, like how are you sleeping? Yeah. If you're eating only, ro- you know, broccoli and chicken, of course you're tired. You're not eating any carbs. Like where, mm-hmm. you know, so like, let's take care of everything. Let's not listen to what Instagram says or La Senora on TV said, like, 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 I want this to be a one-stop shop for wellness. Mm-hmm. And um, that often means self-care as well, right? Mm-hmm. That, that often means like, um, we have a book club, you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. means just doing stuff that you can't get traditionally at other gyms. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay. Well, cheers. So let's see what 2023 brings us. I'm excited. Um, and I just, I love what you're doing so far. And I think for me, I selfishly asked if you guys ever do any virtual stuff because, you know, like I would love, I love what your gym is doing, Ah, but unfortunately I moved back to the other end. You guys are O'Hare CrossFit. I moved down to the South side midway. So I was like, maybe in your plans to expand (laughs) one day, you'll come meet us in the South side. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We'll meet in between. Nice. There you go. I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. So before we end, just add some quick lightning round questions. First thing that kind of comes to mind. And so the first question is, what is your favorite me time activity? I love uh, being in nature. Mm -hmm. As long as it's not cold, girl. Okay. I I love being in nature. So if that means I'm on vacation and just like sitting on the sand. I love that. If it's, you know, being here, just walking through a trail in the forest or just even like a place with a nice garden. Like I love being in nature. That's my favorite. Same. Love it. Okay. Next question. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? Well, that's a tough one. The best piece of advice I have ever received. Oh, I have like a couple. I would say the best piece of advice I've ever received was I had asked someone, someone's opinion on like a random product. This was like early in my, in my fitness journey or, you know, and they were like, you will find more benefit by focusing 
on the basics than adding in way more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've applied it to everything else. Like sometimes I feel like, oh man, that gym has that. I should get that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that gym has this. I should get that. Oh, like, you know, that girl's using that type of pre-workout. I should be taking it. And then I can get caught up in that, you yeah. know? And then I just have to think like, okay, what right now are the basics? For example, with the gym stuff, are the members happy? Do they need uh, some random tool that maybe only three people will use? Probably mm-hmm. not. Can you substitute it with stuff you already have? Yes, I can. Okay, good. What about me? Am, am I doing everything that I can with my, you know, nutrition? Is it well balanced right now? Am I super stressed? All that stuff. Do I need another product to fill like some sort of void, right? Uh, so I think that that's been a really good piece of advice. Like what, instead of adding, what am I doing currently? It, it, are the needs match? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. I like that. I hope anybody listening will take that. I am too. <laughs> okay. Next question. What is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a business like yours? I would say a lot of people are going to question this. Don't listen to them. Um, you have to stick with your drive. If your drive is to help people. If your drive is to like be a millionaire and be one of those, you know, influencer guys on Instagram with like 300,000 followers, because you do like all the cool workout stuff, then then that, then no. But if your mission is to help people in your community and you want to start your own business, your own gym, at home gym, you know, for enough for 10 people, whatever, that people are always going to have something to say, because this is something so taboo Mm. in our community still that they're not going to understand it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to understand that a gym can make a huge difference, just like the mechanic down the street fixing everyone's cars, just like the girl that s- sells, you know, Mary Kay, like, you know, all that stuff has benefits and the gym does too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are going to have something to say. A lot of people, like, you know, a lot of Diaz still say stuff about me, like, <laughs> you know, whatever, yeah. like, so like, don't let any of that talk discourage you. I love it. I love it. Okay. Next question. What is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? This can be a book, a podcast, app, et cetera. Mm. My, one of my favorite books um, is called Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And I think um, that is such a great book. Um, I haven't mentioned it in a while, actually, but it overall tells you like all these great historical figure figures and so people that you for the most part already know like I don't mm-hmm. know like Lincoln for example something something like that but um how they were able to be incendiary but it wasn't with the purpose of like I want all the glory so again this goes back to like being that popular coach or you know being that you know super millionaire you know fitness influencer um you can really make a huge difference you can be historical um in your community or even reaching out further in your own family even in the in the very you know microchasm or you know like big in your city right you can be historical but you have to realize that your ego has to take a seat back because there are always going to be situations and things 
that are not going to go your way. And it'll be easy at that time to just think like, oh man, everything's against me. I can't do it. Um, Mm -hmm. But with this book, you get to really see like that there was a lot of opportunity for people to not continue. And they do Mm -hmm. because their greater vision, you know, wasn't them. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I recommend that book for sure. Oh, what was it called again? What to write this one? Ego is the enemy. <laughs> enemy. Awesome. I'm going to have to read this one. Awesome. Okay. Love it. Love it. Okay. And last question. Where can listeners connect with you online? So drop the handles, websites, everything. Oh, nice. So I am at www.ohercrossfit.com. But obviously social media is better. So you can find me on O'Hare CrossFit, uh, you know, for Instagram. And that's also our Facebook you can find me at Susie Castro underscore CEO for my personal Instagram and uh, also O'Hare CrossFit TikTok. Now that thanks to Sochi's help, I'm making more content on there for the for the Gen Z people. So yes. that can be cool. <laughs> I love the content so far. It's great. I <laughs> can be cool too. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So I will make sure to link that in the show notes so people can check out, follow through whatever social media platform. So the senoras can go on Facebook. Yes, Millennials yes. can go on Instagram. Gen Z can go on TikTok. <laughs> and <you> exactly, know, <laughs> exactly. make sure to check out the website and just follow Susie and the CrossFit community at O'Hare CrossFit. You're gonna love you're gonna fall in love with it you're in the area check it out like i wish i was so but thank you (laughs) so much Susie, for joining us on the work miha podcast today and for everyone thank you so much for listening make sure to follow Susie and work miha so until next time bye bye Visit workmiha.com, that's W-E-R-K-Miha.com to pick up your new favorite Chingona Fuel Cafecito mug or our Bet On Yourself Mija and No Pares Mija apparel for yourself and your comadres chingonas. Don't forget to follow Work Mija on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook for fun Latinx-inspired content. Make sure to tune in to the Work Mija podcast and listen to more inspiring mujeres.